Good afternoon. I'm Colton Moore, and this is And One More Thing. Guys, it's Thursday afternoon. Tomorrow's Friday. We're almost there. We've almost made it. Keep up the grind. One more day, and it's the weekend. But the most exciting thing about this weekend is high school football starts. And I'm pumped. As you should know if you've been listening to me, I've got a brother in high school. He's a senior this year. It's going to be great getting to watch him play. I've also got a cousin who's a senior in high school who's a kicker. And uh, I'm going to get a couple chances to see him play as well. It's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, so it's been a uh, been a weird week. Been a weird week for me. I had jury duty uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, so there's no no podcast those days. Sorry about that. I know you probably missed me. It's a long gap between Monday and now, but we're getting to the heart of exciting sports season talk, at least for me. Um, and there's there's a lot in the sports world to talk about, and I guess we'll we can jump right into that. I guess uh, you've probably all seen the Urban Meyer decision. Uh, Ohio State University um, launched an investigation to see if he did what was required of him in regards to reporting uh, domestic violence uh, by one of his former coaches. And they ultimately, I guess they ultimately came to the conclusion that he did. Um, seemed like the reports that he did the very, very, very bare minimum. Uh, but just enough to where he could pass that blame on to somebody else. And so he got a three-game suspension. Which is kind of silly for a coach to get a three-game suspension. But uh, I guess coaches are more important than college football than they are in other in professional football. yeah uh, he had a coach that was meeting his wife and the wife came and talked to him, him and his wife about it and he just mentioned it to the AD I guess and that was that and kept the guy on the on the roster I mean on the on the staff and then when asked about it at a later date just a couple months ago he said he had no idea about it uh, of a second instance I guess kind um, of find out he actually did so he, he lied Urban Meyer lies to the public. Um, everybody's known he's been a little bit, he's been a little bit greasy anyway, a little bit slimy from the way he left uh, Florida um, when he was at. Where was he at? Yeah, he was a Florida Gator. Um, He uh, said he had to retire due to health reasons, and then like the next year he took the Ohio State job. Come on now. I'm not a fan of people that retire and then come out of retirement to continue doing what they're doing uh, in a better situation. just think that's dirty and a little bit greasy. But that's the world we live in, and okay for folks to do that within their contracts so 
who am I to say they they can't? I don't know. I'm just a guy talking on my phone. Personally, um, well, we'll see. I mean, it, it may not be done yet. There's a, there's been a lot of public backlash, uh, social media backlash uh, to the university for for the decision. Um, I mean, because ultimately, he either didn't do enough and he should be fired, or he did fine and does not deserve punishment. So, why did they give him a three-game suspension? That's kind of the like. What are you trying to do there? You just do not see trying to make people happy. It just makes it feel weird. That's all that is. Yep. But anyway, it's enough about that. It's not really. I mean, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Woke up this morning, the Bleacher Report saying that Randall Cobb was on the trading block for the Green Bay Packers. They were shopping him around. Um, and then a couple hours later, it came out, no, they weren't. So, who knows what to think there. Uh, I think Randall's going to be too important this season to the Packers for them to get rid of. Um, as a veteran presence on the receiving core. But, I, if they got to get rid of him, they can sign Khalil Mack. Go for it. I mean, I like Randall, but we need a we need a we need a pass rusher. So there's that. Yeah, maybe send him over to Oakland as part of a trade, uh, and that way uh, Randall and Jordy can get back together again, and at least they'd be happy. Rogers would be ticked. I'm sure he would, but yeah, well, I mean, it's business. Got to try and win. And I got to figure out a way to do it. You only got, what, five, five years left to Aaron Rodgers, and you got to figure out a way to get to the Super Bowl, like, three out of those five years. That's just what's got to happen. Or his career's been, not a failure, but a waste uh, for the Packers, anyway. Yeah, uh... See what else have we seen over the course of the week? The Browns are still Hugh Jack is still adamant that Tarod Taylor is going to start because that's his name now. I don't know if you guys realize that. Said his mom calls him Tarod. It's not Tyrod like everybody else. His dad calls him Tyrod or his stepdad, but his mom calls him Tarod. So now everybody's trying to call him that. And it just—I mean, I guess that's the way it's supposed to be pronounced. The way it's supposed to be pronounced, but. I don't know how you let that go so far. So long into your life. Sorry about that yawn. Tarod. Tarod Taylor. Sorry. It is kind of fun to say, but it takes some getting used to. Still pulling for the Browns. They're, uh, I think they've become a lot of people's secondary team this year. They've got their own team, and they're rooting for them. Because, I mean, they've won one out of 32 games in the last two years. And that's disgusting. That's really, really bad. But they've got a lot of talent this year. This could be the year they finally make the playoffs. Well, let's not kid ourselves with the Browns. We'll settle for five games. They win five games. It's a good season for the Browns, as far as I'm concerned. 
welcome back. I'm Colton Moore. This is the And One More Thing podcast. And here I am again to give you my thoughts on the goings-on of this world. So, as I mentioned in the last segment, I did not do a podcast the last two days because I was at jury duty. And let me tell you, could I fix that system in a hurry? Somebody put me in charge. Please, please, please. First off, if you get jury duty, your employer should have to pay you for that time. They just should. That's just common decency. Make that a law. Take the burden off the taxpayer there. Put it on the corporations. They have to pay you for those two days that you're not there. At whatever your base rate of pay is, you get, or, you know, I guess typically it's three days unless you get on a trial that lasts the rest of the week. Boom. Done. And that solves a huge problem. People don't mind going then because they're getting paid. Um, I got a... I don't know, it worked out for me this week, I guess. But anyway, secondly, if you get to jury selection, it's too late too late for a plea deal, if you ask me. I don't want to sit in a courtroom all freaking morning, go to lunch, come back, wait on the judge for an extra half hour after I was supposed to be back from lunch for him just to come in and tell me I can go. Like, why couldn't you have done that before we went to lunch? I could have been home two hours ago. Now, that being said, I don't know, I thought it was an alright experience. I uh, went through jury selection for an attempted murder guy shot somebody else in the chest out in the, the hood indicator um, but I was too far down the row I was like the second to last person and the second group of people they interviewed so they already had enough jurors by the time they got to my name they didn't even look at me outside of the interview process and then the other one was uh, I, the first panel I sent they excused nine people out of 14. And I was the fourth one in the second group again. Um, and so I was going to get selected. I almost, almost guarantee it. But uh, alas, the case was resolved over lunch. And then I just got to go home. But it was fun. Um, I would love to sit in on a trial. Um, they had a coroner's inquest yesterday where they took eight people to sit on a panel and they would hear testimony and whatnot on regarding deaths and that panel would then uh, along with the coroner decide whether that death was a murder or a suicide or an accident or natural causes or you know anything like that um, which I think would be really really cool um, but I know it could also probably be very hard to listen to some of that testimony 
depending on what you know the deaths are. that's that and I and you know I said I'd fix it in a hurry and then just basically just yeah make sure these people get paid and then on top of that provide some lunch all right it's not that hard to go get a Panera lunch box for people or just because it's going through jury selection I'm still there till 12 1 o'clock I think if I'm there at least till 12 lunch should be provided I gotta leave the courthouse, go down the road, get some crackles, which was delicious, by the way, and then come back. But I'd have been happy with a box lunch from Panera or Jimmy John's. But anyway, that's that. Uh, I need to work on the acoustics in some of these courtrooms. Uh, one of them was in; it was just echoing all over the place. You couldn't hear it couldn't understand anything anybody said it was just uh, an acoustic nightmare and between the two courtrooms I was in uh, the process was similar but yet pretty different on how uh, it was conducted one of them the judge asked everybody a bunch of questions and we just raised our hands or didn't raise our hands and the other one, the judge did it uh, to each group, uh, the first 12 or the, the first 14 or the second 14. Um, anyway, that's my thoughts on that. Um, if you get someone to jury duty, don't try and get out of it. All right. Just go do it. Enjoy it. Especially if, if you get paid for that company pays you I mean you got it's a day off of work you don't have to be at work yeah you do got to go down to the courthouse for the morning maybe all day but it's it's part of what makes this country go and we need people to do it and to be happy doing it So I told you what the first case was. The second case was also an attempted murder, but it wasn't with a gunshot to the chest. Uh, the, the attempted murder was uh, by strangling out uh, a brother. Uh, from the, my best guess, judging by names and the fact that there was domestic assault in there as well. Uh, choked out a brother and pushed the brother's wife. and That would have been interesting to hear a case about that, I think it would have been. Would have been some drama there. Um, would have been like watching Jersey Shore or something, I think. Um, so I'm a little bit bummed I missed out on that. I came to a resolution. You got jurors in there. You had the trial. Come on. Come on. Waste my time. Goodness. Uh, but yeah. Got to see some people I hadn't seen in a while. Even just to, just to say hey and acknowledge them, shake their hand. But it was a good time. Again, I recommend it. I encourage you to embrace that situation. It's just a week, three days. And it won't trouble you at all. All right, folks. Catch you on the other side. Hello, 
welcome back. It's Colton Moore, and this is the And One More Thing podcast. Thank you for joining me on my mostly daily, week daily, afternoon drive home. It is my absolute pleasure just to talk to you folks, and I hope you tell your friends about this guy who just talks nonsense on his way home. Um, If you've made it this far, congratulations. Now you get to hear some local sports takes. So sorry if you're not from around where I'm around, but it's my show. It's what I'm going to do. And mostly it's just because it's my brother's football team, and I've got a pretty vested interest in it. Uh, He sent me a text this morning with the preseason state rankings, and his team was ranked 10th. And 1A and the 1A uh, state football for Illinois. Uh, they were the 10th ranked team uh, before the season starts, which was pretty exciting. I don't know that we've been ranked in the state like that before. Um, definitely not whenever I was there. We were awful, except for my freshman year. We were really good. Those senior, next senior class was amazing. Uh, and speaking of that. I don't know if this happens to anybody else, um, but when I was a freshman, uh, the senior class just seemed like grown men and women to me. It's four years difference from, or you know, basically, yeah, from 14 to 18. But man, it just was like those were grown men I was playing football with. And then I never really got that same didn't feel that way in reverse when I became a senior. Uh, That may just be me. Definitely not when I was a junior. Those, the freshmen didn't strike me as these little kids and I was this like grown man. Maybe a little bit more when I was a senior, just I didn't really know as many as the freshmen. But still, I never... I never felt like what I thought that senior class felt like. Like, ever in my life. I don't know. I'm just... I've always felt like a kid. And I'm 28 years old now. And even at work, I still feel like a kid sometimes. Because I'm working with people that are 20 years older than me. Or, you know, 15 or 20 years older than me, anyway. Not all of them, but ones I have most contact with. Uh, and so it's just weird. I feel like I'm just trying to watch and learn, and they've been around a lot longer but than me. And even if they're just a couple years older than me, they seem like they're a lot older just because they have uh, more knowledge base on, on what uh, we're doing. But I'll get there, and that's not about high school football, but that was just kind of a sidebar. So sidebar ended, and back to high school football. My brother is a wide receiver, and he's pretty stinking fast, and he's got great hands. Not very good hops, uh, but he's got, he can read a ball well and get good position on a jump ball. Unfortunately, I don't know what it is. They don't seem to view him as that. I mean, he's their number one receiver, but they're going to transition to a run team. And they do have a very talented trio of running backs. Um, got a guy that's real good straight up and down pounded up the middle running back and then a couple of guys that are pretty decent at uh, skits getting around the outside that are that are fast um, 
My tracks start fast too, these guys, so. It'll be good to see. Um, we're gonna be able to score on anybody. It'll be interesting to see what the, what they can do uh, defensively. I just, I don't, we don't have a lot of size. They don't have um, probably their best defensive player. They just play on offense, and I'm not sure why. They play a lot of other guys, most other guys, uh, Ironman football, both sides of the ball. But this kid, they don't, and he would rather play defense, I think, if he were to talk to the guy. But uh, for some reason, they don't. And the coach has a strict, like, I will not tolerate parents asking me why their kid isn't playing or telling me that their kid should play more. So my dad was like, well, why don't you go ask him why so-and-so's not playing well? Like, you're not a parent, and you're not that kid's parent. So <laughs> that's a good point. I'll go ask. I haven't yet, but... And I probably won't, but I want to, so we'll see. But, yeah, so tomorrow night, opening night of Illinois high school football, at least in the 1A division. I don't know. I'm sure that's the way it is all the way across the state. Uh, and, unfortunately, I don't get to see my little brother play tomorrow night. He's got a road game, and I'm not going to that road game because it's too far away. I mean, it's a stinking haul. So I'm going to go see my cousin play. Like I said, he is also a senior. He's a kicker. Uh, so it's kind of kind of fun to go watch him play because that's all he does is kicks. And uh, I'm going to sneeze, so excuse me. <sighs> Pardon me. So we'll get to see him. He's a pretty good little kicker. Hopefully they'll get in a situation where they need a field goal and he can uh, put one through the uprights. It'll be fun to watch. His team... Um, was really good last year. They had a, a couple of twins that were also track star fast, quarterback and running back on their team. Um, and they just, they tore everybody up. Those kids were just so fast that nobody could catch them. Um, even though the rest of the team wasn't very good, they could score with anybody. They couldn't, they couldn't defend anybody, but they could score with everybody. So they were always in these like 40 to 50 games, 40 to points to 50 point games. And they won most of them. But it'll be interesting to see how they do this year because those guys have graduated. And I don't know what kind of talent they have at their skill positions. So it be uh, could be a long year for them. Which, you can't score any points. Kickers don't get a lot of kicking. And if you can't get the ball in field goal range, you're really not doing a lot of kicking. So he may have a very boring year. He may just get the one kick a game on the opening kickoff for the halftime kickoff. So, I hope they do well. Just don't really see it happening. But, yeah. I think that's all I've got for today, folks. It's a short day. Um, but, I think it was good. I knew what I was talking about today. I knew what I wanted to talk about. And... Yeah, I might throw in that uh, local sports section. Probably do that every uh, Thursday, or maybe I'll do it Friday. So I'm gonna drive home. I know today's not Friday, but just to kind of you know give give you guys an idea of the the schedule um, of what we're gonna be doing here, what you can look forward to. Uh, I'm gonna try and get some legit segments and try and actually structure those like a radio show. 
but until then, I hope you enjoyed just my rambling um, and my awkward pauses as I figure out what I want to say next. And you know what? I don't think I want to leave you on uh, local sports, so we'll uh, I'll come back in a minute and uh, win on something fun. And uh, yeah, so I'll see you in a second.